Okay, good evening. So, we should have got that on tape over there, by the way. Um, but the truth is, Muxa really is, like, so massive. So, I think we did, I don't know how many shiurim on Bishal Hatzmana Shehir Chazara, but I think, I thought like 13 or 14, I think we did at least 10 on that. And I'm not sure how many we do on Muxa, but it's going to be quite a few. So, even before anything else, um, happens to be Muxa, you know, for the men... I hate to say, as I said before, if you, that you need to know, you know, when you're married, certainly you need to know it. It's a busha if your wife has to ask her question. <laughs> um, you need to know if you're eating at someone's house, if you're eating kosher food. But, uh, yeah, you really, you know, you can get by less if you're not, if you're, if you're not in the kitchen, you're like me, who knows, see, I'm stuck because I have to poskin, but like me who doesn't know anything about the kitchen and whose expertise includes making toast Bukaishi, uh, uh, a boiled egg, and coffee, of course. So, you can get a buy, but muksa, <laughs> everything you move on Shabbos, you need to know muksa. Literally, posh it, everything you move on Shabbos. Um, and I think this is probably muksa is comparable in my mind to when we did Amir Lakum. Um, that what I hear people say is muksa is often not muksa, and what people think is not muksa is often muksa. It's, um, and, um, if you don't learn these halachas, your, your zikr are going to mess up. I mean, there's just no question about it. You, when people are moving things all Shabbos, and uh, once you get kids, and you have married, and you have etc., things just grow, you need, people need to know muksa. So just very briefly, I'm sure everyone knows this, but I'll just... Here's a good summary. Uh, the Shulchan Aruch Harav, uh, in, in, in the beginning of... And also, Muks is also... Like Amir La'akum, is in, it's, it's not localized. When you learn the Halachas, it's not localized. It's not localized in the Gemara. It's all over Shas in Shabbos. All over Mitzvah Shabbos. Some in Beitzah. So, if you don't learn the Sugyas, you're really going to mess up in Muksa. Um... So says the Shulchan Aruch Harav. Asu chacham l'talta mixes to run b'Shabbos chazal were goyzer on certain things on Shabbos. Kederch shu oisib b'chol. Mipnei ma nagu b'isr zeh. Amru ma'im hisu nevim v'tzavashliya hiluchach b'Shabbos kiluchach b'chol. We know that we saw some yishai already when we talked about doing business on Shabbos, talking about business on Shabbos. We did about Amir la'akum. We discussed last year about Shabbos. So just like we didn't want Shabbos to be like a weekday th- weekday. Right. In fact, the first laws of Muksa came, they want to know when? He went out and saw people doing business on Shabbos. So, what's the Isra business on Shabbos? Survey says. Why can't you carry money on Shabbos? Biblically, there's no problem. Why can't you do an exchange, per se, on Shabbos? It's not Malachas, per se. Okay? Uh, so, Chazal were, were, uh, did not want Shabbos to be like a weekday. It's not in the spirit, and not at all. Lo be lo sichas a Shabbos kesichas a chol. Shem v'dabra davra. Already Yeshaya, Isaiah already said. You have to, you know, when again we discuss v'dabra davra at length, so I'm not going to re- repeat that. Kol v'chol b'shloya tilt b'shabbos kilt b'chol. Certainly, when you move on Shabbos, should not be like what you moved on during the weekdays. Today, shloya kiyom chol be. Now that Shabbos should be very different. You should know before you move something. Imagine how conscious you need to be on Shabbos that before you move something, you need to know. Is it muksa or not? My kids, my kids, you know, my kids think like Chilo Shabbos is muksa. You know, like to my kids, turning light is muksa. <laughs> you know, because they, they hear the word, they hear in the house muksa, like you know, a shleima muksa. 
It's a deraisa. It's biblical prohibition. But, he, but he's so ingrained as a young kid already. But Moksa, if he sees anyone doing something like Aaron, his his little brother, uh, Moksa! He's the one he can boss around. He's the one he can boss around. Uh, so, uh, so we don't want to be like Kikol. You sit there, you know, people, you, have, you still unpacked yet? No, yeah. And you saw, I'm sure I you saw, saw today. I saw that. That's why we're actually picked on you right now. Yeah. Okay. Could you unpack on Shabbos? You move the boxes on Shabbos. Tell me what's the problem. It's very convenient. It's a, it's a day off. You were going to work on Shabbos? Uh, no. Okay, he's making sure. We're, gonna give you, we're giving you Aliyahs. We're letting you dot for the Ahmed over here. Make sure, right? <laughs> so maybe you'd say, it's a, it's a day off. I'm a busy man. I'll, I'll unpack. Or pack. People are moving. you got to pack. Or you have merchandise. I'll move it from one side of the house. What's the, what's the, what's the problem? Um... Or bias the bias, let's see la la sia avanim, uh you know, where you make you know play with the rocks outside the hitzman shari, he bought of Yosh the base of Ivakish Davashi Sasik Paul, you'll be bored, you'll just do things that are so shavas the bottle tam. Shimmer Turis Turis says, it's amazing when you have to explain to a guy what Shabbos is. So I'll ask you what could you get to a guy. Shabbos is you know, not meaningful constructive work, but you know, you're doing sweating. Like that's the essence of them. So technically speaking, you can sweat on Shabbos, biblically. You can move things, but it wouldn't be the whole essence of Shabbos, which is a day of rest, a day of spiritual focus. So one reason is that. The other reason, says the Balatanya, the Shulchan Aruch Geder because of Hotzah, Nagaba, Shemi Yishkach, V'yetzer Dab Metal Tzubiyadu, L'Shusurabim. I mean, Royal Fizi Lassar, Fila Toto, Kalem, Shetzarech Lahem, El Hashem, Gozmal Tzibur, Yosvidai. So in order to protect for Hotzah, Really, maybe you should have asked everything, which are move it, movable items. <laughs> That's not going to be a So we do certain things that you should think. What could you even carry? What could you move around? So you're already in the house. It's a protective method to, to, to prevent the person from carrying outside. Because before you even pick it up, you have to think, is it okay to pick up? It means, in a sense, everything on Shabbos, before you move anything, you need to think for a second, consciously or subconsciously, is it mutter to move? Um... Some people are just retirees, or just in general pensioners, or loafers, um, and uh, they'll just, they won't have Shabbos at all, it's like a regular day for them. For all these reasons and more, Chazawar Geyser Muksa. Now, interestingly, Muksa, when you start the laws of Muksa, it starts for whatever reason with Muksa Machmas Chesar and Kes, which is from the least known Muksas, uh, which is Muksa because of, uh, which literally means a, a loss of money or things that you care about. So we're going to start with that. Uh, it's, I think today, as I mentioned, today my, my goal is to discuss a question whether you can move a a fridge which is blocking something, right? Let's say your challah knife fell behind your fridge. Something you need, your corkscrew. You only have one corkscrew, Alex, in your whole house. How many corkscrews do you have in your house? More than one? More than one. Okay, Baruch Hashem. So this, the, so the thing about something else falls behind your fridge. Your house key, Pasha fell behind your fridge. Right? You, you only have one house key. Uh, what do you do? Could you move the fridge? That's my goal tonight. A little bit shorter than normal today, but but my, for next week, I realize I said I want I want to discuss. Could you move your take a passport if you're going to a shul in Vienna for Shabbos? 
a passport, perhaps, is Muksamachas Chesar and Kis, as we'll see, and maybe you can't go to Shul and Vienna to be discussed. What okay. Does that mean the rest of the words that you just said? Which one? Which Muksa, Machmas, Chesar, and Kis? Yeah, literally, what does that mean? Muksa because of a, a loss of money. But we'll, oh, okay. we'll, we'll define that right now. Okay. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get that uh, right now. So there is a Gemara. The Gemara says, as I, says the Gemara, this is a, actually a Mishnah in Sechah Shabbos. Um, at the end, in Kol HaKalim, it really talks to all kinds of vessels on Shabbos. And it goes through a, a, a whole list, by the way, this top of the Gemara over here, of what you're allowed to move on Shabbos or you're not. All kinds of different types of items. So the the the, the, the Mishnah says, Kol HaKalim, Says Rabbi Yaisi, you can move all vessels except for two. A large saw. The Yated Shomachresha. Okay, we'll see what Rashi will explain in a second. So it says Rashi, Master Hagel, Megira Gudailov, big saw, Shasu Elixus Kuris. This was a saw which you cut down lumber. You know, get Becker back together. A big saw for a lumberjack. Um, it was like a, a, a knife-like thing. Actually, the English word is Coulter also. C-O-T-R. Um, which is in a plow. It was the part that made the furrows. Okay? C-O-T-E-R? Coulter. No. C-O-L-T-E-R. C-O-L-T-E-R. Times have changed. You know that word? Um, I've heard it. You heard it. You did well in your SAT if you knew that word. That's like one of these like uh, uh, you know, books from the 18th century. Uh, that's a whole other story. Yeah. So the occulter was was the important part of a plow. And we know actually know in Hilchashabbos Charisha is very important. Jerry plowing in an agricultural society was there. Chasha was very important. So look, look what Rashi then says. Both of this, the saw and the coulter, um, are muksa. You're very careful. These were expensive, expensive uh, vessels. Not only that, you put it in a certain place. It cannot be used for anything else. You don't want people playing. You know, you know, you ever see a male come here and they take their bristle knife? You don't want to touch that for anything else. Uh, if you have a shchita knife, people are very careful about the shchita knife. There's certain things you don't want. Doctors. Doctor's tools. I remember uh, there was somebody came here once, and he had the doctor's tools. They were very they were missing. They were very aggravated because at the end of the day, they're very expensive. They carry them wherever they go. Uh, you know what? Uh, you know certain things you don't play games with. Um, says the Gemara, Amr of Nachman. Amr of Nachman. Who the words of Nachman Shiva? I could have picked them both of you. Uh, I saw the Rav looking over this way. I was looking this way, but since you volunteered, where's our Nachman Shiva? Bavel. What? Bavel. <laughs> <laughs> What's the Kasha, right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, 50% chance of your life. I didn't say Robbie, so I gave it to you, Rachman. Yes, he's a bubble. We're in bubble. <laughs> um. 
Now I'm not. It's just like, like you know, it's like if they know was Abe Lincoln a Republican or a Democrat. You gotta know what this is. Is he a Democrat? Was a Republican? I figure you of all people would know this. Republican. So lots, lots changed since then, right? Who is Abe Lincoln? Still should have been Republican Democrat. So I'm not Nachman. So Nachman Shimon does is Talmud Muvak of Shmuel Rosh Shiva and it says of Nachman, Hayuchla, Hayuchla the Kitsire, and Uchla the Kitsire. It's Kitad Shemachresha. Now he says that the initial specific examples are BOC. It's not, a, it's not an exclusive list. But it, it's another thing like that's very expensive that people don't move around that people are very careful with is an uchlo de katsir. What's an uchlo de katsir? It's after Rashi. Klina Khoishis Ha'asa Kinape. It was a uh, copper vessel that had like a, made like a sieve where there's holes in it. In a coven, a coven. And the people, the Nanual Begadim, they would, it was where they laundered and they were very careful. The launderers didn't let, you know. Other people use it. The Yeshim Farshim. Shemagmir Mugmor Mitachta. They had actually burnt incense below this. It's different, not like that, it, it is thing. And the, it would go up the holes where the laundry was and it would freshen the loads. It would it fre- freshen the, the loads of laundry. That's the two explanations that Rashi brings down. The Chanan has a little bit of a different shot of how what launderers use it. Ubli you know, if it's your right now, but he, has, he does learn it a little bit differently. Al-Kopanim, no matter what, it's a specific vessel which launderers use, which they're careful about, not for other people. Amr Abaye. Rabbi, even if you're not careful with it, don't you get into laundering? You're good. <laughs> uh, you're joking? No. What I'm serious. I thought you were being like money laundering. What, what, what do you mean? No, I mean, isn't it the Risa not to launder? No, whether I. So, okay, here's a, so I was going to jump ahead later. But when the Mishnah says like this, this is actually very, very important. When Yosi says that you you can uh you Yosi Omar call Kalim Nitan, you can move everything except for a large saw and a coulter. Yeah. What about the rest of Oksa? That means I can I can go ahead and take a you're uh, your, an electric shaver, I can move that, I can move uh, I can move uh hammers for no reason, I can move everything else. What does Rabbi Yosi mean? I can move uh, money, I can move rocks, I can move logs, only these two things? So the Gemara will say, and this is Klar, is that what really means to say there is no heter ever, absolutely ever, to move these things. Mm-hmm. You cannot move them tzorach makomo. Now what tzorach makomo would mean, for the, if you need the place, this means if I have something in my way, I'm allowed to move it for my, if I need my place, and I cannot move it the tzorach kufa, the tzorach kufa, which means a hammer is usually muksa. But if I didn't pop a coconut, and when you use it for permissible use, I could take the hammer and pop the coconut. Right? I could take a, a screwdriver on Yom Tif, now on Shabbos, and clean out my candlestick area. Even though a screwdriver typically is completely a muksa. So what Rabbi says that these two things you can never move. Period. Mm-hmm. Even if you need a place. I mean, so if you have a saw on your bed, saws on your bed, technically speaking, without looking at any for Hector, so Mitchell will get next week, baby. Which is very hard, by the way. Uh, you can't move the soft bed. Sleep with the saw. Don't do that. Do, do, be, sleep on the in, floor. In but. that case, what would be the difference between the saw and the plow thing? Both of them. Saw and the plow. Same thing. Both of these things that he lists. It's on your bed. You can't move it. Oh, even? Okay. No, okay, these things are things that can never, ever move. So, wait, 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 there's no hazard. So, 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 going back to, to answer your question now, 
the, uh, a laundering thing, you, you, obviously anything which is good for laundry you can't move, but you can perhaps move it with Sarah Makomo. You can eat it if you need the place. Okay. Right? Let's say I wanted to use it for a permi- in a permissible way. But in this case, if it's this kind of muksa, you can never move it. Period. Okay. Even if I need it. Even if I need that area. I can't use this saw. And, and, and just think the rationale, Rashi says, is because you're so careful of these things. You put it in a specific place. You don't use it for anything else. It's muksa mamish. You, it's, it's something which you're very careful about. You're not going to use it for other things. Therefore, she says, you can't move it under any condition. Not not uh, not even for the normal types of things. It is. Yeah, yeah. Um, in regards to Tsarah Makomo, what would what makes these items special? I understand if they don't have any other purpose and you put them somewhere special. So there's, let's have a shirt tonight. So when are we just really, started? Really <laughs> place. Uh, uh, I get it. You can say, place. okay, they have no right, other so John, use. So that's what Rashi seems to say. Rashi seems to say that it has an exclusive place, so you can't move it. Well, let's hold. Let's hold on, just because I want to get a little further in. So the Gemara then says, I mean, it's a good question. It's a fair question. Just, so the Gemara then says, Amar he's also from Tavol, uh, a different yeshiva <laughs> called Pumpadisa. Uh, so Amar Abayi uh, gives some more examples of things that are like a master gadol yitetsha macharisha. Amar Abayi charba dush chape. Rashi says a charba dush chape. Is a sucking shoratzanin, a, a, a tanner knife, whatever tanners use knives for. The sakina de ashkavta, sakina de ashkavta. Rashi says a sucking shor base on mukolachim, mukavtsim, mukavtsim, a butcher, a butcher's knife. They, you know, you go to a butcher shop, they they chop up the meat. And Dan Rios like, dreams of this stuff, right? You go to a butcher shop, they cut you the meat, they chop up the. Tysus is different. Tysus brings Rashi. Says that others say it's actually the Yeshua Farshim sucking shoshayftimba. Shechita knife. And by the way, when you learn Hilcha Shechita, one of the first things you learn are the laws of slaughtering is that how the knives go. There are all kinds of laws of the kind of knife. So in Shemachbid, if the knife has any nick on the knife, it's not kosher Shechita. In fact, your Shechita won't be good. One of you know, people always wonder why kosher meat costs a lot of money. Well, there's a lot of reasons. One is you have to have Shechita that you pay. You have to check the knives constantly. But when you, anytime you check the cow, you better check, you have to check the knife. Chickens is not such a concern, right? You can check at the beginning of the day. But by the way, if you find your knife is broken, then you, you have to go back and question when the knife, when the chickens are not kosher anymore. But it really, very rarely does a knife become nicked from a chicken. We're not learning shkita right now. But the question is, when you lose a chazaka? There's not a chicken. What? It's not got. I didn't see the kosher. If the knife's not kosher, the question is, well, the chicken, at what point did that become... You have a Of course you do. At what point the knife was not... Do you assume the knife was not good? If it's a non-kosher knife, it's a non-kosher chicken. Very simple. <laughs> That's not a question. And you can't check the chicken with a non-kosher knife. Right? It's one of the conditions. So, the question is, is when you, if you checked it in the morning, and you find a night, at the end of the day, it's a non-kosher knife, you checked 10,000 chickens during the day... I didn't say that. I see what it's a discussion. Some, someone's going to cry uh, but, foul. But with a cow, right away, right away, what? I said someone's going to cry foul. <laughs> there you go. Don't worry, they said that. They said that. But with a cow, with a cow, right away, you check the cow. Those are big things. So you, 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 you have to concern every time you check the knife afterwards. So so if you have a non-kosher, so people don't want their shkita knives being used for other things, those knives, right? You've got to check the coolant coming up in the... Uh, 
Yeah, you will. You'll be sleeping this soon. And uh, those who said you can't even, you can't move it. This is what even the term gufo to have a kithet shemachrisha. That's what this we've done. Abayi saying that these this knife, whether it's a butcher knife, which is an expensive knife in those days, or a shchita knife, cannot be moved. And the last thing Abayi says, the chitzinai de nagre, a in a carpenter's ads. Let's pronounce it ads. Um, I heard you. I heard you have you have working talent also. Uh, it's also kiyatad shemachresha. It's also like a yatad shemachresha. That all of these things are muksa, which we'll call for in the future muksa machas chesed. They cannot be moved for any reason, right? That means there's no hetter to move them whatsoever. Period. Which means when we're talking about muksa, just off the cuff, this is the most, this is the most chamer muksa of man-made things. Now we'll see that eventually. Could be rocks. Something has no purpose. May have the same category of it can't be moved for any reason, or anything. But if man made kalim, anything that we make, this is a category of muksa which is very different. It cannot be moved, not for the place, not for. Uh, let's say I wanted to use a knife to cut a banana. What's the big deal? Cut the banana with a knife. Nothing's going to happen to it. It's not going to get chipped. It doesn't make a difference. Can't can't do it. Let's say that you might, you, your wife left your knife, the knife on your favorite chair. You can't move it, even though you're in a chair. If your wife left the telephone on the chair, no problem. Technically, you can even pick the phone up and move the phone off. It's Sarach Mekoymo. Now, we won't do that, because you can do it total minasad, you can put the chair up and put it down some, a different way, maybe. But for sure, mother, to do that, I mean, it's Sarach Mekoymo. What's the problem? Okay? This doesn't work with that. This is a different category. That you can't do it. Now Rashi, as, as pointed out, says an interesting language. So, says Rashi, he like, brings this in over here that you can't do it because um, because you gave it a set place to the chasm l'achacher. So where does Rashi get this idea of a makom? Where does he get it? Well, the Rashi gets it actually from the previous. Because in Kuf Kuf Kemalmed Aleph 123a, it says the Gemara, it's in the middle of the Gemara, and I'm not, we're not going to get to this whole Gemara over here, because we spend a lot of time going through the back and forth, but in the middle of the Gemara over here, it says the Amar of Chinna Bar Shlamia, Shlamia Bar Shlamia was actually one of the great students of Rav. He, he didn't hear this from Rav though, he heard it Bishmeida Rav. Actually, Rav Chinna Bar Shlamia was actually a teacher of Rav's son, Chia Barav. Right, so he, he, he's not, he, even though he didn't hear from him, he was a, he's a Barsamic. He, he, I think the Gemara says in some certain places he heard it from a Viermia uh, Bar Abba. So he heard certain things, but he, but he was a student of Rav. It happened, he was courting Rav. He was a major student of Rav. So he says, follow, follow, the, said the following in the name of Rav. Hakol Moidim, everyone agrees. Besichei, Ziare, Umezurei, came in the Kapala Meachalu these things you, you give a set place to. These things are they're very chashiv, and you give a set place. What are, the, what, is, what are these things? So Rashi says, they're, they're, They belong to like, uh, dyers or painters. Doesn't it say what they are? Then he gets another shot. They're, they're weavers, Kalim. Siche is an amudin. Is the uh, is uh, types of um, uh, like 
pillars or zeires kanim shvasasim azuri. You know, actually, siche is like uh, needle type things. Zeires kanim shvistei shvistei. Missouri is COVID, and Missouri uh, and Missouri is uh, it's like a press that you go ahead and uh, and do it. Capital Alahu, you don't want it to get uh, dirty or to break, so you have a set place. That's what Rashi says. Tosafot says a little bit different. Says Sichi are you say are you take this hamukhanu lanapets from needles, mashu for silk the kiyotzibo. Says that, and then he quotes. But Zire Yigadresh is H is 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 larger, um uh like they had pressed the clothes with big log type things. And Zire are things you bang the clothes with to to, to clean. All these things were were uh were expensive things or important and you would put it in its set place. And sensitive, right? Or sensitive, yeah. It doesn't that's not really talking about Shabbos over here. But you see, you see the operative idea here is that it has a place. My things which are, you know, chashev, like, you know, there are people who have, like, certain kind of paintings they put up, or, or a trophy. You don't want people to touch it. It's in some place. I'm sure John has, like, a, a special scotch place, which is, like, the, 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 the place, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right as you walk in on the left. What? I'm sure that special statue is the one that has the you, right? That's like the special one. The Chashev one. It's okay. It's okay. Um, okay, so that, that's the thing Gemara seems to say over here, which is, which is, which is all interesting. And, and as mentioned, it doesn't give a terminology here, actually. But if you look later on in Kofun Zayin, Amad Aleph, in, in, in 157a, the Gemara says... Actually calls it out as muksa machmas chesron kiss. Says the Gemara at the, at the end of the Gemara uh, before Mishnah of a muksa machmas chesron kiss, muksa machmas chesron kiss. I feel Rabbi Shimon Moida. Even Rabbi Shimon would, would would agree that it doesn't lose its status. Means uh, certain things that the Gemara here says that Rabbi Shimon argues to be who the who's Rabbi Shimon who's regular Rabbi Shimon in the Gemara by the way. Shimon, Barachai, Rehuda Bari Lai. Come on, Rehuda Bari Lai. So Rehuda Bari Lai, so Shimon, Rehuda Bari Lai, even Rehuda Shimon. And why? Because Kola Kelim, Mitan, Meshavis, Chutzim, Masar, Gado, and Rakhresha. So it calls this, it's referred to as Muksa. The Gemara itself says it. It's Muksa Machmas Chesun Kes. This kind of Muksa, which cannot be moved, cannot be touched, cannot do anything, which, which Rehuda says, other types of Muksa you can go ahead and move. Right, it's muksa machmas chesron kiss. And again, the Rabbi Yossi gave two examples. Those are not. It's not. It's not a full list. Uh, and the Gemara, Rav Nachman brought another example, and Abayi brought three more examples of things like that, which cannot be moved uh, on Shabbos. Lehalacha, Shulchan Aruch has mentioned, starts with this halacha. This is the Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch and Shin Chesam and Al. Can I interrupt for one second? Yeah. So is the reason they call it muksa? 
involving loss of money is because people are so, the, the owners of those objects are so particular about them. They're afraid that if they get messed up or they get moved, they will lose money. Yeah, we'll see the Chavetz Chaim will say pretty much exactly in one minute. Oh, but just, okay. I'll, I'll, it, basically, it's type of mooks where people are very careful about it. They don't want to, because of a potential loss, mm -hmm. it's valuable to them, mm -hmm. or hard to replace, they, they, they take very good care. They're very mock-bit about people moving that type of thing in general. So that, that, would, that would only explain why you couldn't move them to occupy the space. It wouldn't necessarily, which is what Rashi says, it wouldn't explain why you couldn't use them for something else. No, well, Rashi is only saying that that, that creates the halacha of Muqsimach Meschesson, because it doesn't say, it say that's the... I mean, that cre that's creates this halacha. It's a type of thing which will create... And once it's, the, once it's that, you cannot move it. Chazawar Geyser, what the Gemara is really, what Rabbi Yossi is really saying is that Chazawar Geyser, they, they, they were, they were Geyser on these type of things that it cannot be moved, period. It's the Gezer that comes on it. I mean, it gets a status where it's unable to be moved. So because it can't be moved, then it can't be moved anything else. That's it, right. And then I can't say, well, I want to use this, but it doesn't make a difference anymore. Something which is, which in general, and again, it's, it, something you're very careful about, that, that you will really be very careful about, well, Shabbos is more important, and because our Geyser, you can't move this thing at all. Okay? Uh, so on this, Shokhanach says in Shemchesim Aleph, Kolakim, he literally quotes the Mishnah. Kolakim, you tell him Shabbos. You can move any Kaling on Shabbos. Um, I'm going to interject for the Chavetz Chaim. Where it's a Leimar, a filo klishalachal iser, you can at least, there are ways to move it. So everything has a way to move. <laughs> All vessels have a way to move it. Except for Muxamach Maschesrikis. Except for Muxamach Maschesrikis. These can never be moved. So, here's a classic example. People don't know this. They'll move this and say, well, I need my chair. All right, I'll use it for a good purpose. Because they, they, they don't even know Muxamach Maschesrikis. They think all Mux is the same. And, and not all, not all Mux is the same. Like, and if you don't learn Mux, I'm not discussing kiss, you're going to make a mistake and be over. That's absolutely utter to move under any condition, not for purpose, not for place, not for anything. What are examples of Mux, Mach, Meschester, and Kiss? Now I'm going to go to the end of Mechaber, and I'll go to the Mishra afterwards. Sakin Shal Shrita, Shrita knife, or Shomila, or if you're a Mayol, you have a Mayol knife. By the way, by the way, we've had Brissim here on Shabbos. It, Rabbi Leibowitz can take the knife for the Mila, but after that, you can't move it around anywhere. You know, it's Muksa. <laughs> right? It's Muksa. For the Mitzvah, it's, it's, it's a Duchuya. It's a connection Gemara later on over here. But just to go ahead and move on that knife, no can do. Ismail Shal Safarim. Uh, there is a, a, a type of like knife-like thing that, that, uh, uh, that, that, that also Safarim you use, or Sakin Shal Shafim, also like, or, or, or scribes. If you ever look, if you ever buy a get or a kseva sevatera, like a razor thing, which they, if they make mistakes, they they they'll razor, right, take a razor, uh, so, or or they'll fix the or they'll fix the kolmes with, they'll fix, they'll fix the, the 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 quill. Came and shemach bidim. The the people who have those are very careful not to use it for shum tashmish acher. Also the talk to Shabbos. It's forbidden to move it on Shabbos. Afilu tzarech makomo, all the tzarech kufa. You can't move it, even tzarech makomo, or mitzvah kufa. Who had in corner Shabbos? Some something that's some some holder. If it's a type of thing which you don't move, or you you worry about getting dirty, you can't move it, even tzarech kufa makomo. Finally, says the Ramah, who had in kelim yuchal mesfera. 
you, you, have, you have boxes which you're, you're, you're careful to merchandise, okay? You're careful about them, you can't move them because you're mocked about it, right? Let's say you bought a, a or even a, a, a return, this, was, this came up recently with someone. Let's say you bought a thousand dollar suit, doesn't fit or has shot in it, so you're going to return it. Do you want to? Do you want to get a chance that suit gets stained? What do you think? You ever buy shoes? You want to return the shoes? Like you like, like, like you don't want to walk in them. You want to keep them careful. Right? Anything which is going to be returned, anything you want, you want to sell, you're very careful about. If you're a merchant. You're very very careful that you don't want to mess it up. And so anything like that's mamish muksa maklas kasher and kiss because it's, you want to sell it. You want to sell it in condition. You don't want people using it for any reason or moving it around for any any, any reason. Says the Ramah. Uh, on this, the Chavetz Chaim says Chesrim Kesh, and this is like Marvin said. Because we're worried about Hefsed. Um, worried about Hefsed. Something uh, You put them aside. You don't want. You don't want it to get lost. You don't want it to get damaged. Nothing. You're very, very careful about it. And it doesn't. By the way, it doesn't even have to be, have monetary value. It's something. It could be sentimental value. Or it could even be a, here's on the side over here, which we're going to do next week. The chen tuhudas zehut. You know, if you live in Israel, you need, you need a tuhudas zehut or darkon, which is a passport. People are very careful. They only their passports around. You know, like that. There's a whole caravan of people who would love to have your passport, <laughs> right? Build the wall, not Darkon shenai lahakrel right? Your people are careful about their passports. You don't leave their passports out anywhere. At, at, at anywhere. Um, and that's what Yashav holds. Also, a marriage certificate, things like that. You don't want people moving around. You're worried about it. Actually, I saw that um, advice if you win Mega Millions. This is the first piece of advice that I'll tell you speak today. Uh, <laughs> but this is not the advice that that newspaper again. It was like a little blurb. First advice is sign the ticket. That's the first piece of advice. Sign the ticket. Number one piece of advice. Sign the ticket. Um, so if you have a ticket not signed with my name, we're fine. <laughs> Sign the ticket. Uh, and then, this is a billion dollar plus ticket, right? Could you imagine if you had that ticket? What would, how would you feel about that ticket? What would you do if you had that ticket? Be very careful. Be very careful, right? <laughs> and now, that, that piece of paper it is worth less than a penny, by the way, in theory. But it's the value of it. It's what it represents that's worth a lot of, a lot of, a lot of money. So it, it's not a, when we say machlis chaser kiss. It's that you're very careful with this thing, right? It's very hard to replace sometimes things, or very has a lot of sentimental value to you, or it's, it's a card, or your bar mitzvah card that your that your great grandfather gave to you, who passed away the day after you turned bar mitzvah, and it's very meaningful. And you don't want anyone touching it, right? That's muksa machlis chaser kiss. All of this is just they were very, a person's very, very careful about it. Um, he goes through some of these halachas. Um, and he says, by the way, if, if you're not mocked about it uh, at all, uh, it could be not be ma- about, about uh, other things. It may not be mocked about chess and kiss, certain things, uh, which are subjective. Uh, the bare halacha, believe it or not, Actually, quotes Rashi. Now we're going to see why this is important momentarily. Berlacha says the Berlacha, of course, is the Chavetz Chaim's more in depth. He says Chutzin Mimuksa Machas Chaser and Kitzur. The Gemara Chashiv Oyd Kamad Vayis. The Gemara quotes other things. Kugon, as the Gemara 
which are weavers' things, Maser Hagadol, a big saw, which in those days was very expensive to cut down the lumber, it was a sophisticated piece of equipment. Uh, the Coulter, the Rif, the Rif quotes this, Alacha, Virash, Uvakulu, all of these, says that the Ber Halacha, Atam, Tkim, and the Kapralai, Umiachalamakam, Yumiachalamakam, you give these things a place. Well, let's say I don't give it a place. Alright, is I. The, the Pashtis is when you learn, like the Mishabrua says it a little earlier, it's a question of Hakpada. Right? It's like that ticket. I don't know. I don't know if I keep it. Maybe I want to keep my wallet. I don't know. Maybe move it around the lottery ticket. Maybe the invitation I want in a certain place. It's, it's the Hakpada. What is the. the, the Rashi and the Hebrew is the Allah Chalabar Allah says it's because you give it a place. Right? Um, I mean, Leewitz keeps his mole night. Mole. Uh, uh, and he say moves to different places. He just doesn't want it, doesn't want it, Yeshua, little son, playing with it. That's not Moksamachas Chaser and Kislechar, it is. Right? If you're very careful who can touch it, what that goes on, it shouldn't just be that it has a set place. Rashi says this idea of set place. And again, it's based on that Gemara, and the Berlacha quotes it. Um, surprisingly, it's clear though, from the Chavetz Chaim, that he doesn't hold his way. Even though he brings it in the Berlacha, in the Mishnah in his in the and his bottom line of work, the Chavetz Chaim, a little bit later on, seems to say that Makom, the place, is not really that important. That it has to be in a set place. Where do we see this? Actually, this is a super important halacha. All these things we're talking about, you'll see in life, if you don't know, you're going to mess up. And they have, it has important places in halacha. The, the Shulchan Aruch says later on in Shemkes, actually it's in Shidyod, following halacha, like the muksa goes through a few simanim. The, the Chabar says like this, I'm not, just, just to, to protect myself from sidebars, we're not doing this as a sidebar, I'm just trying to get to our, our main halacha over here. But the Chabar says, Mita, shiesh aleha ma'os, let's say you have a bed that has on it money, okay? Or filu in ata, or let's say you didn't have money now, but you're going into Shabbos, benashmashas, you left money on the bed. You put the money there, you left the money there. Right? I always tell my kids, one of the last things I tell my kids every Friday, and I want to make them responsible, is clean off the, sh- the dining room ta- chairs. They leave all their mooks and stuff on the chairs throughout the week. You better go through the chairs. I don't want to find your erasers, your pencils, you know, your whatever, all my chairs. Your, your, for the older kids, one of them had laptops, unfortunately, because of school, you know, you know, get that off the chairs. Put it away for Shabbos and get and no money. I need the chair for Shabbos. Don't lose my chairs for this, right? You know, don't leave your don't leave the house portable phone on my bed or your bed or anyone's bed, right? Clean it because if it, why? Well, if you put it there and you put you left it there on Shabbos, going into Friday night, night it's asla tatla the whole Shabbos. Why is that? Now again, maybe. We'll discuss if there's a, 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 a what not today when you could move it, but the that the whole thing becomes muksa, and the reason is uh, what the Gemara says. The Migo, the Scots, the Benashmashas, Scots, the Kuyam. Since it's muksa Benashmashas, it becomes muksa the whole Shabbos. So let's say your candelabra, your candles, right, were lit Friday afternoon, going into Shabbos. Since they were lit going into Shabbos, it muksa the whole Shabbos. Even though you can say, "Well, beautiful, it's a beautiful candelabra, beautiful," right? Beautiful silver, you want to show it off. You know, I'm not again I'm not gonna get into muksa right now in my house, but I happen to have I have I have the coins of the Talmud. I have a, a, a Bakruta, 
I have a Ma'a, I have an, an, an Isri Talki, a Pundion, um, and um, I use them. I, I take them to the table. I show people how the coins of time look. First of all, it's not currency. Second of all, I use it for learning purposes. That's where I bought them. They're a little expensive, but I, I did get them for my kids. And when you're sitting around and learning Mishnah, we'll take down the coin sometimes to look at it and to, to see what the Mishnah is talking yeah. about. Uh, so maybe this, people like the candelabra. Which if you don't have a candelabra, show off my candelabra. It's stunning. Oh. No, is Muxa going into Shabbos? Is Muxa now? What's the connection that if it's Muxa Ben Ishmashus, it's Muxa on Shabbos? That's the Lachat. I don't want to do that right now. That's the Lachat. Anything that's Muxa Ben Ishmashus is Muxa the whole Shabbos. Okay? That's Hochus Muxa. That's a side point, how that goes. So it just means since it's already Muxa coming in, it's Muxa the whole time. It's a different Gemara, which we'll probably get to. As opposed to not Muxa Ben Exactly. If it falls in on Shabbos, your housekeeper puts money on the bed, or you drop money on Shabbos, you have money in your coat like this, and it falls on the bed, you can just knock it off the bed, and the bed's fine. Or, this is important, this bed now becomes, or this table becomes Muxa like the Machos Cheson Kiss. It's called a Bosses. Right? It's a bosses, and you can't move the whole thing. You can't move the table, you can't move the bed. Vuadin, kol davar hatashimun achalav aser. Even if you had other heterim, which are less valuable, it's aser. It's the same thing. Let's say your bed, this little bed, didn't have money. It wasn't even better shmoshas. Filo yaktalamos, anichalami ba'odyom. So if you had a little table, which is your money table, okay, your money table, keep your money specifically for your, your muksagans, you, you have it there specifically for your money. Happens to be this Friday you didn't put your money on it. There's no money on it. Says the Machabra, in that case, you can move a little table. The fact that you, it's set aside for money, you can go ahead and move the table. Okay, it's relevant. There's no money on it right now. No, it may be muksa. You can only move it for a reason, perhaps, but you definitely can move it. Okay? The Ramah then says, no, no, you can't. <laughs> if it's set aside specifically for that, even if you took the money off on Friday afternoon, you removed it. Right? It's it's not it's not there. You can't. says the Ramah, you can't move. A wallet, even though you took out the money while it was still day. A wallet, What's, what do you use a wallet for? Credit cards. People don't have money anymore, they have credit cards. Right? Money is in, ancient, in the ancient world. Right, I'm joking. You have a license in there, you have credit cards, you got some money also, I'm joking. Right? Yeah. Right? Uh, if you check my wallet, I have, I have dollars. Um, but I mean, you can't say that I'm a, I don't care. You, a wallet is set aside for money. You can't move it, even if it has no money on it. Uh, uh, money on it. Ellen can. Um, but he says you could move it to Tzarek Gufa Makomo. For Tzarek Gufa Makomo, you can go ahead and move it. That's what the Ramah says. So the Machaber says if you have a wallet or a money table, if it's set aside for that, you can't move it. Uh, you could move it, excuse me. Says you can't move it. But you could, you can't move it because it's set aside for that. But you can move it with Tzarek Gufa Makomo. So far, so good. Yeah, clear. Clear. Mm-hmm. On this, the Chavetz Chaim says, "You know why, Aviyesh uh, Eisrin? Why can't you move it?" Says the Ramah. So the Chavetz Chaim explains, 
Dugara Mishar Kli Shalach Pelisar. It's worse than even that other Kli Shalach Pelisar. Kalen Shiyach the Behedilaza. It's set aside for. It's not like a, 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 a hammer which you buy. You can have multiple reasons. You can buy the crack coconuts. You can, right? Goodbye for I mean, they sell hammers as hammers, right? You know, most people the, the, the normal function is to, to knock in nails. Other people use hammers for other reasons, or a screwdriver. It could be used here. You in your house, you only use it for this. It's only set aside for this. Um, you set it only aside for this. Balken, it has a lacha of. Because it's like something else. It's set aside for a specific thing. Well, the Magen Raman says, well, if that's the case, it should be Tzarech, Aser, Gufo, Makomo as well. I either have money on the table right now, you don't have money in the wall right now. Who cares? If it's ma- if it's literally Muksa, Machmas, Chesar, and Kis, why does the Ramah say, without the money, it's Muksa, because it's not Chesar and Kis, but you can still move it Gufo, Makomo. You got the Magen Raman's question? You got it? Might you have it? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, I think kind of. I'm it again. Yeah, it's a little confusing. So, so the the machaber says the machaber says that if you have something which typically let's say has money, a table or a wallet, or or something, but you, it's not there today. You took it out the money before Shabbos. You can move it. You can move it. The Ramah says no, you can't. No, you can't because it's set aside. Has a specific function, a specific function to hold the money, whether it's a table, a wallet, or things like that. Um, but you could move it with Tzarechu from Umakomo. The Chaim says, well, the, the, the reason you can't move that wallet or table is because it's Muksamachas Kesser in case it's set aside specifically only for that purpose. That's how he understands it. Um, but if that's the case, he quotes the Magen Avram. Then why could why is Ramah saying can move it to Gufo Makomo? It should be usher to move completely, like like a regular case of Muksamachas Chesron case. That's what the Chavetz Chaim says in, in Chafei. Then he says, then he says, the 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 on the Ramah, and the Prisha, and the Gra also asks, but then then he says in Chavzayin, he says see earlier that people ask Ramah. Um, he says, but, but by the way, uh, by a wallet today, a wallet today, you can anyways move. You don't have to even come onto the Ramah. And the reason why you can move a wallet today is because people put all kinds of things in the wallet. In the old day, a wallet only held things which were money, which were very valuable, which you put aside. You don't want anyone touching. You know what money was in the old day? It was gold and silver coins. It's not like you had today. It was real, real, and people were very careful, and they put in only there certain. Like, like, kind of like uh, a safe deposit. They would put it in certain places. They would not touch it. It was very careful. Today, people have ventures in their wallets. People have all kinds of things they put in their wallet. They put in... Here's the rest of my wallets. I have a sitter. A little sitter I bring License. Oh, I have some Torah cards in here. That's the best part of this year. Torah cards. <laughs> Torah cards in here. Uh, it's not like I you know, I probably use this for uh, my chefs and cash also. You see this? Oh, uh, yeah. Just making sure. Anyway, um, you know, I have all kinds of stuff in there. So, the Mishra Rebbe says today, anyways, it's not a question. Okay? And then, 
Uh, and then he says, "V'chen hiskin the base mayor." Who? You don't know the base mayor was? The base mayor was a mayor poisoner. He was involved in the in the late eighteenth century in Shotland, which is which is a suburb of Lvov of Lemberg. Okay, one of the great poiskim. And the base mayor in the Sharetzian says the following thing. He says, "V'ayin uh, The base mayor is even more make by a wallet. You know why? He says, because if you're going to say it's, call it Muxamachas Chesrim Kis, it's only if you put it in a specific place. That's what the Beis says. People put a wallet, people wallets end up in their dining room table, on their car, people today move a wallet everywhere. It's not, it's not just because you put other stuff in your wallet. It, in other words, says the Beis it has to have its own place to be muksa, okay? It has to have its own place to be considered muksa. And so this is a base mirror. That's not the case. Uh, that's not the case with these walls. Now, the kids who have a in their club, they'll go makom. I'll can have a dinner Now, the base mirror, those who say that the base mirror says, let's say the following thing. And this is what I want you to discuss right now. What if you have something which you only keep in a certain place? You're very careful that this stays in its place. Right? The Shomel Zalman and others, when they look at the base mayor, Shomel Zalman says, Shri Shavis Kilchisa. If there's something which is, it seems to say, if any Shina Makam, you only, you're very careful to only put in this place, maybe that makes it Mokus Makhmas Chesar Kis. Why is that? It has no. It's not valuable. It's not as careful. But it always goes in this place. You know, obviously, the OCD problem. People always have a lot of issues over here. But <laughs> there's other people that get the machmashiga. They get little, they, you know. Um, but you know, no person is not OCD. He puts things. In, 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 maybe it's a problem. Now, how is this no gay? I mentioned before the following thing. Um, what if something falls behind your fridge? Now, did anyone move their fridges, by the way? So, do you have a set place for your fridge? Right? Some people, the microwave stays in a, in a certain place in their kitchen. They don't move. What if something's behind there? If you hold that the place is the acre over here, that could be a big problem. In other words, you understand this? Yeah. If you hold that the place makes something, you can't move it. So that means if I can't... So I would tell you, I would have said a fridge or a freezer is klishamakta l'isser. Hey, it's electric, it's a klishamakta l'isser. And if something falls behind a fridge or a freezer, I can move it for tzorach makoma Right? That if that would be a pashas. Right? It's not something of value, by the way. People kick their fridges and they're, you know, they'll kick the door close to the fridge. By the fridge door, the halacha is, of course, a klishamakta l'isser. You can open that close to the wall. You can check what's in the fridge, you can close it. The door of a fridge or a freezer is for sure Klishamachtulahatar. But the fridge, the base of the fridge itself is Klishamachtulahatar, right? That would be, if you would, if I would ask the average person who knows Muksa on an average day, that's what they would say, right? That it's Klishamachtulahatar, right? That's, and that's actually, if you look at some of the Muksa books, most of the books, that's what they'll say. So, which would mean you can you, you you can move it to get your thing. Microwave is a cliche to list, so you move it if you need a thing, perhaps. Um, but if you say like the space mirror, that if it has a set place, that just keeping it in that place itself 
will make it into a muksa machmas chesed and kisser. Your machbed in this. This has to be this in my house. I always keep it in this location. It's not so valuable. It's not. Means the Gemara's case. The Gemara's case, right? The Gemara's case is a case of valuable things. What, what is it Rabbi Yossi saying? This very expensive saw, the culture, you know, in the agricultural side, the, the main part of my plow, uh, the butcher's knife, the shechita knife, the ads, right? Whatever it is, the, the, the knife for the, the tanner. These are expensive, you know, uh, you know, obviously certain people have certain toys, electronic toys, they don't let their kids get near it, or precious jewels, you know, um, not a, not something that just sits there, right? But I put it there. It's that's its place. The the base mirror seems to say that. Now I I would have thought I never really saw this until last week when I was thinking about Moksamachas Chesed and Kiss, and I saw Avolyashim. When I first saw this Avolyashim, I thought, what? I've never heard this in my entire. I'm telling. I never heard this in my entire. Such a crazy. I've heard permutations. We'll get to in a minute. I can't do this. I never would have thought I couldn't move a fridge to get this. Right now, most fridges, even if you know, it's, 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 out of curiosity, besides Pesach, have you moved your fridge the entire year? No, no. Why not? Put it in the place. Sometimes it, today in America they have like goldens where they even put it there, right? Yeah. So I'll pick it if it's on wheels. What if it's not a problem? I saw the same Ashri Ish, which quotes a lot of things that suck more of like Ashri. It's a chilic base. Parakid Zion, Sifrin Ches, Kotro Voyashev, then a Makairer, a fridge, which is Muksamach Maskes from Kis. And even if something falls under it, your house could fall under it, something you need, uh, it's Miachelo Makom, and it's Muksa, and you cannot move it, even if it has wheels, he says. Period. Uh, my, my brother, uh, I don't know, works my father, uh, when he was in Malastaf, you know, when he was learning the Mary Shiva, the Mary Kolo, so they put out a Koyvetz, uh, I think what's it called, they wrote it down there, Koyvetz in Yanim, Bahalacha, and they actually quoted Shalom Yasha, I saw, and he was in Malastaf, and then the rabbi of Malastaf, and then was a big student of Shalom Yasha, and there's Nachum Eisenstein, and Nachum said that he asked Shalom Yasha, and Shalom Yasha said, like the base there, that, uh, that really something that has it puts it in a set place and you mock bit it it's in that place it comes looks so it's comes looks so. I, I couldn't believe I saw this I was little mob I didn't believe it I probably didn't believe it this could be the, the, the uh, uh, this the, this could be the, the case and again Mishabur does not sound like Mishabur does not bring the smear okay not only that I saw today today where are you here you are the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch brings it like this. He clearly sounds like this. If something's in a set place, the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch. Um, by the way, I wrote down myself other examples of this. Of Kiss. If I have a painting which I care about, the painting in this house that's on this wall, and the painting falls down, right? That painting's always there. Uh, you know, you can't pick it up and put it back, even if it's going to get ruined, even Sarah Makomo. Okay, without getting other other kinds of crazy terms of dangerous stuff like that. You can't move it. If something is a trophy, it's always in this area and doesn't move, you can't move it. Right? It's something that's there. That's what, you know, some people's houses are real, 
even if they're not, they're, they're very careful. You know, they, you've never been in this house, you take your shoes off when you walk in there. <laughs> Goodness, shave me. But, but you know, you live a life. You walk to my house, can you take your shoes off? I, I appreciate that people care about their property. That's very important. So there's some people, like, literally, think, like, they don't move a centimeter. According to Rav Yashiv, it's Mamash Muksa. It's Muksa. You cannot move it. It's, and you're very careful. If this thing stays in this place, you can't move it. I saw the Kitsha sounds like that also. The Kitsha Shulchan Arach, when it's discussing Muksa Machas Kesson Kiss, and they read what he says. This is not a Kitsha Shulchan Arach. Who's the Kitsha? Who wrote the Kitsha? Hashi's uh, Hashi. grandfather. Great, Hashi's great, 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 no, some some tailor wasn't necessarily reading Chalusha B'Kimeger, but everyone was reading Kitsu Shulchan Arach. So Moksamachas Chesron Kis, the high note. So he says, Shaadam Maksimi Daitul Shtamish Bahem, Ibnei Shumak Biralehem, Shloyis Kalkalo, Kagon Kli Umnus, Shumak Biralehem Shloyif Kumo. What's a what's a Kli Shumakas Chesron Kis? When you're careful not to get ruined. Like a, a, a specific uh, instrument or vessel, you don't want it to get bent or ruined or stained. The sakin shemisakin basakomas, the knife which you fix the the the, uh, the quill, or a sakin shal shchita, or a sakin shomila. Also, in the old days, the paper, which was very expensive, a blank piece of paper, you didn't want to get stained. It would ruin the paper. It was a waste of the paper. Today, it's a little bit of a question, uh, or or shtari chavios. You IOUs, legal documents, your mortgage, right? Your mortgage, or if you win the Mega Millions, that tickets, right? All of this, you're very, you're, you're super careful. What happens to those tickets? You don't want anything, right? Someone wrote you a check for fifty thousand dollars. You know that check? You don't touch that check, right? It's that Moksmachas Kasukes. You're careful to watch over Mikhail Mikaram that you don't use them at all. Or family heirlooms, any of that. Uh, they, and now, according to Vadi Yosef and Ramesha, the Shulchan Arav, all these, all in order to be Muksa Kesson Kiss, it has to actually be Muksa. It can't be something. Let's say if it's a piece of, if it's a chime that you could use, it's fine. I mean, that the fact that you don't usually use it, if that's what has a use, that's not Muksa. It has to be Muksa to Muksa Kesson Kiss. Understand? Right, if you have a, a becher from your great 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 grandfather in in seventeen eighty five from Krakow, okay, you could use that becher whenever you want. Ah, you don't want to use it, but it's not muksa. Understand that? That's even if it's very valuable, it's not muksa. It's not muksa to be in this category. Then listen to here's here's the main thing. The king Cole Dover. I saw this and my eyes bulged. Right, you, 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 you're careful, you put it there, and you don't move it around. Uh, and says, look at this, listen, listen to the Shari Metsu Melacha. This is Rabbi Brown, he quotes uh, it's a commentary. He quotes a Shari Tshuva. For that reason, if you have a clock, a, a, a clock on the wall, that clock stays on the wall in that place all week long, all month long, 
right? You don't use it. It's it's muksa machas chasun kis, and if it falls down, you can't put it back up on the wall. Right? It's muksa machas chasun kis, and this is the Chazanish also says you're koveh lomakom. It's a kulatatal, and if you're koveh lomakom, you can't. That even though it's not it's not a specific, very fancy vessel, it's muksa. You can't go ahead and move it. So it seems to be this ruyashiv is not so crazy, right? I mean, even the Chavzchan doesn't come out like this. Uh, the 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 the, the does. Uh, I, uh, the Ramesha, the Ferish, is not like this way. I saw that Ramesha Klar goes like the Pashtus, um, like the like the the simple uh, understanding. And Ramesha is in in Chilke Simen Chav Beis has how many? Oh my goodness. 38 little questions of um, Muksa on Muksa. Let's see who this was to. Give us to a simple corner of Eider. Oh, to a Bonner, your Pinchas Bonner. Your Pinchas Bonner put out uh, the Muksa book for Feldheim. Right, if you look at Feldheim, the Feldheim red Muksa book. Do you know what we have We have Ray Bonner wrote the wrote the the, 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 the Brachas book for Feldheim and he wrote the Muxa book for Feldheim. Um, uh, like that Brachas book. However, he is he's he's an it was a, he's a he's a rabbit or an author. He answered most of the following questions. Shiloh Muxa Machas Kesson Kiss. Had the Matsino to Yuchalon Mokum, you put it in a separate place, in Bain Dafka Yuchal Mokum but Muxa Machas Kesson Kiss. Although, in order to be muksamach maschester kiss, does it need to be put in a set place? Right? And now again, the whole starting point of this is Rashi. When Rashi explains that Mishnah to Biosi, he says it was put in a b'mokum echad, right? That sounds to be an operative, an operative halacha over here. Listen to what Abayisha says. Tshuva, to be muksamach maschester kiss, lo be'ina yichan makum. You don't need to be putting it in a set specific place. I. The Gemara itself, Rashi is based on the Gemara, it's a simon, the things that you're very, it's a simon, it's not, it's, not, it's not that it causes it to be, it's showing you, you understand what's very precious when you put it in a very in a specific place, when you're, you're very careful to watch it and put it in a place, not that that makes it, people, you put things which are valuable to you in certain places, that just shows you, it's an illustration of what Moksa Machas Kesson Kiss is. Why didn't Rashi just say the valuable to you? What? Why didn't Rashi just say the valuable to you? So the way Rashi understands is Rashi is illustrating what that meant. That, that, that something that's valuable to you, you typically in the old day would put in a set place. Especially in those days when the houses were not circumstances where there are a lot, the houses had a lot more leaks and there is areas of the house that are dirty, you know, dirt floors, I mean, whatever it is. There are things you put in, you know. I just explained, well, that's what Rashi means. That's, it doesn't... The real, the real thing is hakpada. Are you, do you do not want people touching it? Do you, are you very careful about it? Is it very expensive? Is it very precious to you? It's irrelevant. Do I have a set place for this thing or not? That's what I should understand. Then he says, and vechem hepech. Don't think. Do not think. Like some of the space mirror. If you put something and you only keep it in that place, you only keep it in that place. That it, that makes it muksa. You know what she says. And if you think so, he's the imken. If you have a certain rag that you, you know, in your house, you have like a hook for that rag, and the rag stays there, and you keep it in a certain place, 
gets muksa because it stays there. That makes something muksa. Muksa because of that. Muksa because muksa machmas chasron kis means something which is very valuable. You're very careful. Like the examples of the Gemara. All of the examples of the Gemara are things which are super valuable. You don't want people touching. You don't want people moving. The, the, the fact that it says it has a makom yuchad, right? A makom yuchad is just an illustration of something that's very valuable to you, says Ramesha. There's no problems. According to Ramesha, there's no problem. Your thing falls on the fridge. Not like a Yashem. No problem to move. To move it. You can go ahead. And, I think that's, I think that's the Mishnah Bruder comes out as well. You no problem to go ahead and move it because the fridge is not there because it's value. Just it's an operative thing. It's 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 where the place you can eat. It's, it's easiest to keep your fridge in that place in the kitchen, in the kitchen, right? <coughs> you know, the painting on the wall, unless it's very expensive. Supposedly very expensive there. You know, you have a trophy you have there. You know, I'm trying to think of something that I can point to. What should have this walk off? I don't think so. Uh, you know, I yeah, I, ha- I have in my office. <laughs> Oh, fine. It's feeling the chulim in a kano. The rabbi Rabbi Shmuel, second generation Tana. Beautiful painting over there. It stays there. It's not, a, it's not a valuable thing. I don't think if that painting got to, if I took it and put it in Jonathan Kate's house, nobody in the show would say boo. <laughs> right? Nobody would say boo. Right? Or maybe I would say boo. But besides me, no one would say boo. Right? Well, it's not it's so valuable. If it falls down, certainly I think he could put it back up. According to According to the Chazanish, you can't, by the way, right? Because he said it's it's, it's place. That's where it stays. It's like a, a clock wall, a, a clock on the right, wall. Unless it's clearly good. Unless it has a value to it. Unless it's you know, you know, unless there's a value, there's a, unless there's a certain value to it. But you wouldn't like if you had the Mona Lisa over there. I would say boo, and you would that say boo. Sounds like boy, it's a subjective thing. That's yeah. That's yeah. There's two ways to value. One is one is intrinsic value, and second is value to you. So there's two ways I can create the value. It's so value. That's a picture of a wall of a picture of love for family members. You don't want anyone touching. You tell you told your grandchildren to be. No, it's like, you tell your grandchildren to be. Don't get near that picture. Stay far away. You know, don't if, if you see people touching. Let's say I had those coins that I bring to my house. Let's say that I've had a gold pundin, which is worth, or or a chazi shekel. Andy Harmon has a chazi shekel. You know what a chazi shekel is worth? It's at least fifty thousand dollars. Okay, you know he doesn't want people going ahead and, and touching the chatzis shekel. That chatzis shekel somewhere, you know, he has he, he's, he's a couple of answers. Like he's not home right now either. Yeah, <laughs> he keeps in safe spots. <laughs> he, he got from his, his grandfather, by the way. I've seen the set. His grand his his father's sets of coins is worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's amazing, uh, amazing. His chatzis shekels. His father at one point had a gold. He did have a gold dinner at one point. He sold it when he got older. So Untold amounts, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of dollars for sure. Khati Shekel is about, I think, less than 200 in the world. It was like, very rare, and he's like two, I think. Where are they from? Khati Shekel? Yeah. I think it's English. What? Yeah, very rare. Yeah, he has a kid in one shape. Uh, if you ever see his collection, <laughs> it's, uh, it's mind boggling. Is it Hectish? Is it like this from the temple? No, 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 no. Oh. No, no, no. It was the, no, 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 no. They gave it. It was used to buy things. It wasn't a corp. Was right? But no, I had No, no, no. So but, but the, I'm not trying to get that. But that kind of coin, that's not touching that. You know, here's what I mean. You know, we, we, for those who came to Stanford to see the Judaica, you know, you we wore gloves. You know, it wasn't like you know, you have a safe or you have a sitter a shlo. 
there's a machab. There when we went to when we went to call Magid Sukkot. There's a machaber, 1475. Wow. That Rama. You know what that's? Oh. You know, you know. That, it was the Rama first came in 1470. Uh, 1475. 1575. Excuse me. That Rama. First, the Rama was printed in 1577, and after that, they were always printed in the Rama. You can't. They don't have them printed since 1575, I think. Uh, maybe maybe nothing printed since 76. A copy without a Ramah. It doesn't they don't it doesn't even exist anymore. Not let alone as a shachs and taz and magnav rams. You don't buy shulchanach. Just very valuable. If I had a safe in the house, even if it wasn't in a place, you don't want anyone touching that, right? So, but here's the main thing. According to the Mishnah, place is irrelevant. Place is just a symbol. Place is just showing you what it means to be very valuable. So, according to the Mishnah, it's not a problem. I I I I I I I, I write it at the buzzer at the end of today. I looked up very briefly. I wanted to see what the Svardim would say. So I looked at the daily halacha. I didn't get to look at it inside. Um, and this is what it says over there. So I have picture frames. It says, Harav HaGon Ben Sina Abishal, who was, a, who was uh, one of the big Svardi poets, really one of the big Svardi poets, came in the, in the, yeah. would say anything. Listen, listen to the language of the daily halacha. I didn't get to look at it inside. We can say anything that's a set place on Shabbos, such as a picture on the wall, is considered mukso, although it is not used for any forbidden work. He therefore prohibits moving a picture from hanging on the wall on Shabbat. And he brings several points to his opinion, which means anything as a set place on Shabbat, who's that, who's that like? Rabbi Yashiv. Right? If you have a set place, this goes in this set place, you keep it there. You, somebody go finds it behind your fridge. I, I think that, again, without seeing what it says inside, it seems to say from them, uh, from the Stelia Halakha, in the neighborhood of the it's a problem. On the other hand... Maran, who is Maran? Maran, Chacham, Avad, Yosef, we're always going to follow. Writes exclusively that this matter and concludes by staying firm in his own ruling that any object which is not used for a work for Bidon Shalas may be moved, even if it's very expensive. Um, and it's irrelevant that it's in the same place. I mean, to him, that doesn't even question. Right? It means it's clear the way they call Chacham Avad, yeah. Just being in a set place is irrelevant. It has to be actually muksa, as he muksa, and very expensive. Okay, to be a problem. This was not, as opposed to not valuable to you. Right. Right. So, but it seems to say that a value of a whole So, the way I would come out is like this. Someone would ask me to move, move, move a fridge or a picture. You know, uh, it sounds like the Mishnah Guru falls like that. There is a tzad to be machmer. And he, got, uh, he quotes over here in the Dinashim that Rishul Zalman was making like the Misha. Um, he quotes the Misha. That when we say Yichem Makom in Gemara, it's talking about you're careful to put it in the place. Not that the place itself is uh, uh, important. And Reminiscent Karelitz sounds that Shulchan Aruch and Shibur did not hold like the base mayor, that the Makom is important. There's not. So again, if someone would ask me about doing this, I would say um, that you know Ramesha Minister Baro, I think your story of Avadi comes out that way. You don't have to mock, but is there a side that if you if you have something which you don't ever move, I would say like a fridge, and it's always in that place, or a picture which is always I don't think that picture's been now on the wall because the room's not been painted. Maybe they did the floor. It just stays up there. So according to the Chazanish, also about the picture, there are also tzadzi be'achmer about those type of things. But I think that the general, the general rule would be to be megal. Okay.
okay? Uh, especially muxes within the Rabbanon. Right? Ramesha clearly holds it has to be expensive or of value. Um, you know, otherwise it seems to be, I would wonder, it seems to be a coin to Rav Yoshev. Um, if you have, if you have pictures put on the wall, you know, some people have like a stand, like a, like a fireplace, and they have pictures up there, and they're very careful which picture goes where. They're careful where those pictures go, and they leave certain pictures in certain places. They arguably, according to the Lashiv, you can move the pictures on Shabbos. There's an order, and it, that's its place. And everybody should say, what are you talking about? That's not what Muxamachas Kasser kisses. Look at the Gemara. The Gemara specifically says things of value. That's what Mux, and that's even Arkele Kachle, we define it, as Margaret said a long time ago. That's it. Next week, I'm going to actually apply this to much more practical, I really believe. And that's just, could you move a passport? If passports are something, let's, let's imagine, typically, you don't leave your passport out, uh, even if you don't take it in the bank. People will put their passports in safe places. They, they don't let their, they don't want kids play with passports, they don't want passports going around. Who says that you can, if the passport is like that, it's irrelevant that you need to get into a shul, right? If, if we understand what Muxamachas Chesron Kis is, I can't move it, Tzarech Makomo. I can't move it, Tzarech Kufo. Why can I go ahead and take a passport if I'm going to Singapore, or, or Hong Kong, or parts of Europe, that they demand a passport to get to the shul? Why is that okay? We'll do that next week.